0: Are you looking for a great tasting healthy breakfast option? I'm Damien Christoph, and I'm a naturopath, nutritionist and chiropractor. Forage cereal is 100% gluten and oat free with no processed sugar, preservatives or additives and made only with the highest quality ingredients. With a range of paleo, vegan and FODMAP friendly muesli blends, forage cereal is bound to make breakfast your favorite meal of the day if it wasn't already. Well, guess what? For a limited time only, all Wellness Couch listeners will receive 20% off all online purchases over $50. That's right. You'll get 20% off all online purchases over $50. To do this, visit www.foragecereal.com and enter the code COUCH at the checkout and save. That's www.foragecereal.com and then the code COUCH, C-O-U-C-H, at the checkout to save.
1: Hello and welcome to One Hundred Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and it gives me great joy to introduce the fabulous co-founder of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys. He is Icarus himself. He is Doctor Damien Christoph. <laughs> hello, oh winged one.
0: Ah, uh, Takannis. How are you, mate? <laughs> I don't know what it's you say to...
1: when you say that. That's sometimes. <laughs>
0: I think it just means hello.
1: Oh, Damo, you're too funny. Now, we both have a very big smile on our (laughs) face because it it gives us great joy. We have a number of announcements to make on this episode today, and we will make a lot of the details of the announcement at the end of this podcast, but it does give us great joy. To bring back onto 100 Not Out, one of our favourite human beings in the whole entire world, Thea Parikos was born in the States to an Icarian mother, an American father. She has been living in the Greek island of Icaria, the island where people forget to die for over 23 years. We were fortunate enough to spend 10 days with Thea Parikos and the Icarian community in 2016. Recently, on Channel 7, Sunday night went over to Icaria, and there were some incredible things shared on the program. Uh, But more importantly, and definitely more importantly, we will be announcing all the details of the 2018 100 Not Out Mediterranean Longevity Experience over in Icaria with Thea Perikos. Thea, welcome back to 100 Not Out.
2: Hello, Damien, and hello, Marcus. It's good to be back and to hear your
0: voices. It's so great to hear your voice. I I, uh, my ears pricked up when uh, I I heard that you were going to be on television and famous again in Australia, and I got so excited. I told everyone, I told the world that I was going to be able to see you here in Australia. (laughs) So excited! uh, It's just great. It's great. We miss you. We miss you a lot. You know, we talk about you all the time. I've got practice members who come in and say, "How's your Ikaria thing? Was it unreal?" I'm, I'm still talking about it. The experience changed my life. I've had to pause my book. I've had to change my diet. I've I've changed my whole lifestyle around. It's, it's just had such a profound effect on me. So, uh, so thanks fantastic.
2: for that. Fantastic that you're able to take some of Ikaria home and implement things that you learned here into your life there.
1: Do you know, Thea, that Damo is, is not lying about the book? He was 120 pages in, a manuscript 120 pages long. He came back from Ikaria and realized and decided, I can't use it. My whole worldview has changed so really
2: this, the whole yeah. book
1: throw, throw it thrown in the bin gone no it's not in the bin it's actually here like i've got it
0: right next to me i've got you can hear it but
2: oh that's, my that's, my that's pages,
1: how much right? of an so, impact that trip had yeah so you're so,
2: you're changing your whole book the theme of your whole book now
0: well, essentially, like I you know, I've been speaking for years there on diet and uh, lifestyle and all these sorts of things. And when Marcus and I first started out in this hundred uh, this one hundred out journey it was for me it was really I thought that it was going to reinforce all of my ideas around food and nutrition and its impact on longevity and all of these sorts of things. and when I experienced, and I tell some, you know, some stories of my time in Ikaria, particularly the exercise story about Marcus and I going for a run, and uh, and so I, I, the, uh, there was a number of things that really framed and 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 repurposed all of my thoughts in around nutrition. One of one of the things I realised was that all nutrition, all diets, are essentially just theories. There's no no scientific proof. There's no real evidence, no hardcore evidence that any of these nutrition diets work and so here i was writing a book about nutrition and diet which one's the right way to go and why my one's the best one to do and then i realized that it depends on what your goals are as to why you would want to follow any kind of eating program do you want to live a long time well if you do you got to do it the ikadian way or the sardinian way if you want to just get rid of grumpy guts then you want to follow a you know a particular diet if you want to lose weight you want to follow a particular lifestyle whatever it is like so there becomes a decision Based driver as to what you do with nutrition. And because I went to Icaria and experienced what you guys do there, I was like, what? Frappes help you live a long time? I've got to change my lifestyle, right? So I was like, I've got to fix this up. Oh, man. Okay,
2: but hold on one second. I don't know if it's a frappe, but I know that it's the coffee that you actually cook.
1: Yes. Mm.
2: Yes. Okay, but I love my footbeds. Hey, Damo, did
1: you know that since our um our experience in 2016, that Thayer's Inn now has a whole new coffee machine, smoothie setup, and and juices and everything else. Like, actually, what is it? Thayer, you've got some special, fancy Greek coffee in there, don't you?
2: We have some very nice Greek coffee. We also have organic coffee, Damien. Wow!
1: Wow! Yeah. I'm going to come back. Wow, wait! That's so why we're doing the 2018. 20... That. <laughs> That's why we're doing the 2018 experience. Now, Thea, <laughs> as much as uh, we're talking to you like we've known you for years, and and we have, we've been interviewing. You interviewing you for a number of years, there are a number of people, many people listening that have not heard of Ikaria before, they're not sure what these blue zones are or why the island is known as the island where people forget to die. Can you just share with the listeners, particularly those that aren't familiar with what we're talking about, what makes Icaria so special?
2: Okay, Icaria is a blue zone and a blue zone is, if you're familiar with Dan Buettner, Dan Buettner is the one who's who began the research on all of this. And what it is is where there is a very large population of older people who don't just reach an elderly age, but they reach a healthy, active elderly age. And Icaria has this. We have people in their 80s that you can't keep up with, people in their 90s who still have their gardens and their animals. Um, and the older people here are extremely social. They're part of the community. So it's the whole, the whole philosophy behind all of this.
1: Yeah,
0: sorry, sorry, <laughs> Thaya, Marcus and I were both talking, <laughs> t- typing to each other, saying, "We love this, we love this." Uh, you know, Ikari, uh, <laughs> it's so hard to explain. And Marcus and I did lots of videos, and we took lots of photos, and we had Steph over there taking professional photos. We did all these amazing things to try and explain it. We got back to Australia, and we did presentations and and showed people what you know our experience was. But it really has to be experience doesn't it like you you kind of gotta you can't just dip your toe in to Icaria, and maybe taste you know scrambled eggs some feta cheese and some chopped tomatoes you can't you can't do that and think that you've had an Icarian experience to go to mm-hmm. Icaria, it really it, it's a different experience you, like you know you can go to australia come to australia but you could go to the united states or you could go to the united kingdom and it's all very similar but Right. If you go to Ikaria, it's very different to any other part in Greece. We went to um, Santorini afterwards, we went to Athens after that, and um, I know other people have been to Laos and Crete, and there's all these different islands throughout all of Greece, but Ikaria is a totally different experience that really you have to go there to really experience it, and, and it's hard to explain, I find, anyway.
2: No, you're right. Ikaria is a completely different island, a completely different way of thinking, um, a different philosophy on life, our values, and to me, Hikariya is more real, if that makes sense, in the way that our values are about family, community, enjoying life, living your life, living in the moment. Everybody works, they work very hard here, but they enjoy their lives, and their lives are lived, so, and they live in the moment.
1: And they do it without learning about meditation or present-time consciousness or mindfulness, it's something that is, they are almost raised by their families and their communities just to be present. It's not something which is, it doesn't have to be, um, we don't have to, do online programs and read books about it. It's just a way of life. I want to know, Thea, when you spend, uh, you know, you spend some time of your year in in the states, being with your mum. You spend uh, the large chunk of the year in Icaria. Um, do you think I don't want to say the West, but do you think you know mainstream culture or whatever term I would call for it? Are we getting any closer? to the awareness or the consciousness to use a more buzzy term that Ikaria seems to have or are we moving further away from this type of living?
2: I think there's a very large movement of people who are trying to change their ways. I think people are very tired. Um, I think that also the values of having the house, the nice car, the material things is wearing people out in the sense that, yes, you have all these nice things, but you don't have time to really enjoy them. There's the stress of keeping up with all of these nice things because usually they're expensive and you have either bank loans or payments, something of this sort. And when I'm in the States, I find that people are tired and they're stressed. And even though they have more conveniences to save them time, they seem to have less time to enjoy. But I also see a lot of people trying to, what's the expression I would want? Trying to bring these things down a little bit to enjoy more of a quality type of a life.
1: Hope you're enjoying this episode now damien and i are heading back to icaria in 2018 for 100 not out's mediterranean longevity experience it's nine nights and ten days on the island where people forget to die now enrollment is by application only it takes two minutes to apply head on over to 100 notoutcom for all the info now back to thea Parikos in icaria quality of life is what most people are they're really searching for, aren't they? But there's many people are struggling to um, to get it. What type of experiences? I mean, again, clearly we're biased. You know, I was just telling to you before we recorded that I, uh, you know, I reunited with one of our, one of the attendees from the 2016 experience, and it pretty much been 12 months since we'd <laughs> seen each other. We had not seen each other since the career, and um, mm-hmm. and Cheryl was sharing me just how much she had um, still continued to implement in her daily life since since spending 10 days in Icaria, whether it was the way she socialized or the way she prepared food or just the way she viewed her family and her attitudes towards her family. Um, Are you finding, you know, what type of feedback do you get from people after... Um, you know immersing themselves in the lifestyle do you find that it's they're they're coming looking for a silver bullet you know a fountain of youth and they leave disappointed because they realize there's not one thing they can take away or are you finding that people are really making shifts after they um, come to the wonderful island What, what are you finding in terms of people's responses
2: Okay, first of all, if people are coming here looking for the fountain of youth or the silver bullet, as you say, they definitely leave disappointed because they're looking for that one little magical thing that will change everything. But what they don't realize is in order to change something, to change, first of all, your views and your outlook and what you want in your life. I have a lot of people who come here and they're looking for something, some way to implement different things that they have read about Icaria, and then when they come and they experience it here, they take it home with them. And it might have something to do with stress that, hey, you know, it's not going to kill me if it doesn't get done today, or yes, I will get this done, but I don't have to worry about it right now because at this particular moment I can't do anything about it, so I don't need to stress about it. Or they're saying, yes, I want to spend more quality time with the people around me. I don't want to talk about meeting for dinner, never meeting for dinner. I don't want to have to worry so much about the little things yes i can cook simple foods without using prepackaged or processed or ready-made things and then yes it doesn't need to be very time-consuming but it can still be tasty and healthy so we're definitely getting a lot of people who come here and take things home with them which is you know this that's the ultimate for me
0: uh, i think that's uh, it is definitely the ultimate and yeah, Marcus and I took, you know, quite a lot back. And so did Jackson, Thayer. You'd be happy to know that Jackson and oh, I pr- pretty much every morning, unless we're having forage, um, which is my muesli brand, uh, unless we're having that for breakfast, we're having an Ikari and style family breakfast, which is, you know, w- which is what we enjoyed in your, in Theas Inn. Uh, in Thea's Inn. So, you know, that's you know that, that came back with us. A couple of things that came back with us was calmness and the ability to slow down. It took me, you know, a, a quite a while to to purposefully calm down. And and Marcus knows this, that since last year, since June last year, I've been playing golf very regularly to make sure that I get out of work so I don't get stuck in work. And and that's a really important thing. It's helped with the family. So there's some amazing mindset shifts that take place when you do go to Ikaria. And some people go, as you, as you said, some people go because they're stressed or they're busy and they take away ideas around how they can i suppose reshape their life which is which is really good why not, i just want to jump here for a second because you know when i said before that i was excited that i, I was hearing you were going to be famous here in australia again and, and of course you're world famous in australia um we uh, the, the story that was done with you uh on the tv over here they took an angle of let's find the elixir to longevity and so they interviewed you, and you came across beautifully. And you know you're having a panic eating, and you're at the inn, and there was a whole lot of things that were happening at your at your place, which looked like beautiful. And then the the journalist then went on to uh, talk about an Italian researcher who thinks that everybody should do fasting, because if you fasted, then you would live a long time. And then that then led to then well, if the Icarians um, exercise a lot and they don't, you know, they don't. Um, eat lots of food and the italians fast lots and they don't eat lots of food and then maybe what you could do is just block your body's response or heighten your body's response to insulin and take a drug called metformin which of course is you know a very risky kind of scenario and what we're trying to do over here in australia or in the western world is biohack people are trying to find ways in which they can hack the secrets to longevity but it doesn't come in a tablet does it like it doesn't come with a tablet like if you look at yanni and joanna um, up in their farm they're not trying to find something that they can take that's going to shortcut them working on the farm and working the land or you know visiting their family there's there's a whole there's a whole lifestyle that's interleaved in this longevity thing isn't there
2: i think i think we've been tra- I, we've been trained i think to look for that quick fix and we've been brought up with in in these la- in these decades, these last decades, where everything is about a quick fix, I want it now type of a thing, and but that's not how life works. I don't I don't believe, and I think it's about what what it, what is it that you want? What are your priorities? What kind of a life do you want? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like we do, I, I think what's interesting is here's is people are, in Australia. Um, I definitely get this, and we've interviewed a lady who who talks, who, who's spoken to people who are just about to pass away, and she's and she's discovered what are their, you know, the, the biggest regrets of the dying, and people are, are fearful of dying here in Australia. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're so they're more driven to not dying rather than driven to living for a long time. And there's a really big difference there. There's a big mindset shift in that people then start to do things out of fear and anxiety um, about trying to prolong life um, so that they don't die as opposed to living a great life so that they live a long life. There's a really big difference there. Um, and what we see about the Ikariyan lifestyle is that people are dancing and laughing and there's such a a... a relaxed way of life over there that there's really no urgency to get anything done um or be anywhere at any particular place unless you've got to run a you know a tour or you're going to take someone on a bus or pick them up or something there's there's really not any kind of urgency and i think that's one of the things that stood out to me when i was in ikaria but here we're, we're running away from things that um you know might kill us as opposed to moving towards things that might keep us alive if that makes sense
2: no, it does. It does make sense. It definitely makes sense. What I find interesting is when I'm in the states, I see that people are afraid of aging. They're afraid of hitting 40. They're afraid of hitting 50. Yeah. We don't think of it like that. We don't think of yes, jokes. Oh, I'm getting older. Oh, it's my birth, I don't want to talk about it. Um, we make jokes like this, but it's the age that someone is important. The majority of people I know, I don't know how old they are. I don't think about it. It's not a big deal. Um, we can be 50 years old having a great conversation with a 20 year old, an 80 year old with a 15 year old. We don't have those boundaries between ages. So therefore, we don't have that sense of, oh, I'm in this group, they're in that group of age, I'm old now, they're you not know When you talk to a 20-year-old who's afraid of getting old, what's going to happen when she hits 50 and her job market or her career or what have you, it makes you wonder how do you enjoy the years that you have if you're afraid of getting older. And if you're afraid of getting older, then you're not adding life to your years.
1: Oh, it's a wonderful conversation this one and this is one that came up you know countless times during our time in Ikaria, just having real pride and love and joy around your age whatever number it is and it was on display many times through the panegydis or any of the activities that we were undertaking whether it was the man that made the goat bag or going up and see Joanna and uh, Yanni or any number of people that we that we made contact with I want to bring it back there just to something that Damo referred to earlier and that was around fasting because In this story uh, on Channel Seven, Dan Butner pretty much laughed at the interviewer when talking about the possibility of fasting taking place on a mass scale. Uh, Dan Butner was saying, "Well, you try and get all of Sydney fasting, you know, not having a barbecue and not having a beer. um, That's a pretty big, you know, um, game to play if you think you can have a whole society fasting, you know, when it's when it's not, you know, in their culture, so to speak. Um, Just Mm -hmm. with Ikea and and maybe (laughs) even with just you know, Greek Orthodox. What are what are the the ways that um, the Ikarians fast, and is it um, scheduled or structured? Um, what t- type of presence does fasting have in the Ikarian diet?
2: Our fasting is a religious base. It, it's with our it's with the Greek Orthodox religion. A good example that I can give you that everyone is familiar with is during Lent. During and what Lent specifically
0: for would days? people do in, in, during the I Lent? I give up lollies. <laughs> I give up lollies during Lent. <laughs> yeah.
1: Some people give up <laughs> wine. talk about
2: what?
0: <laughs> give up sweets, candy during Lent. Isn't that what you're supposed right, to
2: so, do? So a lot of people give up something bright. Exactly. Yeah. Um, our religion, though, we don't eat meat for 40 days.
0: You're not supposed to eat
2: meat for 40 days. And then there are days when you don't eat, when you eat, um, you don't eat dairy products. There are days when you don't even eat olive oil.
1: Wow, so wow, really?
2: basically, what you're doing is detoxing, aren't you? You're cleaning out your system.
1: And how this strictly is amazing. it? amazing. That's you know. an amazing
0: thing. Sorry, mate. That's an amazing thing because if you ask the researchers who look at the Mediterranean diet, the one thing that they will say is that the elixir to life, the the winning formula in the in the Mediterranean diet, particularly in Ikaria, is that you have three tablespoons worth of olive oil every single day of your whole entire mm-hmm. life. But you're now saying that you know, from time to time, you give olive oil a rest. And so that kind of almost... time time, you
2: give everything a rest. You're eating basically greens, nothing fried, no meat, nothing with blood in it, no dairy products. Uh, With olive oil, they're not so stringent as they used to be. But if you don't eat olive oil, you're allowed to eat olives, you see.
1: Okay. All right. right, So it's balanced. Okay. So I've got to just, you know, call the elephant in the room here. Um, Yanni or Ilya or some of the very high energy Ikarians that we uh, had contact with um, during the 100 Not Out experience in 2016. I'm kind of thinking that. You know, is he giving up wine during Lent or during these times? I mean, is Ilya or no? Let's use Yanni because he's in his eighties. <laughs> you know, I mean, Yanni liked a he liked a little sip. Um, what what? How, how strictly is it followed, or is it up to the individual what they choose to not have? Um, because I mean, really, as Damo says, wine and olive oil is just embedded in uh in the veins of every Icadian on the island.
2: Totally, totally, and it's, and it's such a strong part of our culture. We don't have such an issue with wine, and actually, it is up to the individual. A lot of people will completely, will completely uh, refrain from eating meat for 40 days, but they'll use olive oil, for example. Okay, yep. And the truth is, I'm not an expert on this. I should have looked this up. I didn't know we were going to talk about fasting. No, that's okay. Like, in my house, we, I refrain from meat. Yep. And I figure if I can keep them from eating meat for all that time, I've really
1: succeeded. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Particularly when you got but, three um, big boys in your family. Ilya left and in Yanni.
2: <laughs> it can be very difficult. It can be difficult. Yes, it is. Um, but actually, and also during Holy Week, the week before, for that week, we're a little bit stricter. That's right. the week that we try really hard not to eat meat we stay away from eggs, we stay away from cheese, things of that sort.
1: Damo, what do you reckon they're having when they're not eating meat? The type of pie that uh, you were looking for over there?
0: Well, if spinach is in season, they might be having Spanakopita, maybe.
2: Oh, we always have different kinds <laughs> of greens and vegetable pies. Of course. Oh, Damien, any time you come, there'll be a vegetable pie for you.
0: I love it. I love it. I get so excited We're having Spanakopita. But I know that when we go over there in June... Um, that there's no spinach, so we don't get Spanacopita, which I think was one, one of the eye-opening things for me is because here in Australia we have an unbelievable supply continuously of all fruits and vegetables, and we don't even know what's in season and what's not in season. So, you know, mm-hmm. here we are in the middle of summer almost with you, and we and I was surprised that we didn't have access to spinach. I was like, what do you mean we've got spinach at this time of the year? So we had amaranth instead, and over here right. we wait for the amaranth to die. So we wait for Amaranth to die and then we grind down the grain and make, you know, cereals out of that as opposed to eating the leaves. But you know, you guys do it earlier than that. I just I was so amazed with the way in which you used food and, and seasons and, and, and I loved it and, and that's that's really um, that's helped me and it's helped a lot of people because it's changed the discussion around nutrition. There's so much more that we could learn from Ikaria.
2: When you talk about the greens, it's not just spinach, you know. There's different types of chicory, there's different types of dandelion greens, there's the amaranth, as you say. There are so, so many different types of greens. There's kale, there's cabbage, there's all kinds of different things. We use cabbage in a lot of things also in the wintertime when cabbage is in season. Every season has its green. So when you were here in the summer and you were eating amaranth, this is a staple on our table almost every single day in the summertime.
1: I just remember on the first day, Damo hey. was so enamored with Icaria. So... The whole island smells like a herb garden. Damo yep. doesn't know where to look because the, the sensory overload <laughs> is going over, sniffing the rosemary, and then he finds some oregano, and then there's some thyme uh, some there, and then he sees everywhere. some random herb I've never heard of. And then all of a sudden, out comes Thayer with this big book of herbs. It's like a coffee table book. <laughs> full of herbs, and then Damo and Thayer are just chatting away for a good hour, talking about all these botanical names, which again, I've never heard of. You were just in your element, Damo. You just could not get enough.
0: <laughs> I couldn't. I still can't. I still have dreams about it.
1: No, well,
2: reckon... well, you have to be honest, when it comes to greens and herbs, Icaria is, fa- is a fantastic place. Well, I
1: mean... Yeah. You... I think that's probably why we're going back in 2018, Damo, and beyond, because I, I know there is so much that we did not get to experience in the 10 days that we were there in 2016. And so, Thayer, we cannot wait to reunite with you in 2018 for the 100 Not Out Mediterranean Longevity Experience. Keep the... Village of Nas. Just keep them in check before we arrive and recognise that. (laughs) Keep them primed. Keep them primed. Keep Yanni and Joanna and Ilya and Lefteres and and your Yanni and Lena and uh, we'll get Marina back and uh, Athena, Poppy. We'll get everyone there and uh, ready for a big... We'll be here.
2: We'll be here. We'll be here waiting for you. We'll have a wonderful time.
1: Oh, we cannot wait. I know there's many people looking forward to being part of the trip. All the details will be coming up at the end of this episode, folks. But Thea Petikos, all the way over there in Nas Icaria. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we look forward to having you on again on 100 Not Out. But until we see you again, may the rest of your life, Thea Petikos, continue to be the best of your life.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Marcus. And the same to both of you, and it was good hearing your voices.
1: How awesome is Thea Parikos? This interview does mark the opening of our 2018 Mediterranean longevity experience in Icaria. This is a nine-night, 10-day, all-inclusive immersion based at Thea's Inn and Restaurant, TripAdvisor's number one place to be in Icaria. Together, we'll be living the Icarian lifestyle, eating, moving, dancing, socializing, learning, and a whole lot more. This is a lifestyle that has 80% less dementia, 50% less cancer, 20% less heart disease and the highest count of centenarians per capita In the world, they don't call it the island where people forget to die for nothing. To find out more and to apply, go to www.100notout.com. Applications are processed on a first-in, first-served basis, so even if you aren't 100% sure, your best bet is to fill out the application form. It is completely free to apply and only takes two minutes. We would love to have you there, so head over to 100notout.com for all the info. Until next week, thanks again for your support, and may the rest of your life be the best of your life.